When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Jimmy Kolb here, and welcome back to the Kolb Strong Power Podcast. And welcome back, everybody. This is the new year, same podcast. We will be changing a few things, just so you guys know. Uh, instead of being episode 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, we're at 26 right now, officially. This is going to be in Seasons. Okay, so this is officially going to be Season 1, Episode 1, starting with the new year, 2021. Uh, this season's going to go until March. Okay, so it's going to be in segments like that. So Season one's going to be about three months long, and then from that point on, Season 2 will be three months, so on and so forth. So if I do my math correctly, that's four seasons per year. <laughs> Pretty sure I got that right. So what I want to talk to you today about is my reflection on 2020. Um, Not my reflection on all the weird things that were happening and what I think about it and all the political stuff because I just, I don't want to talk about that. So I'm going to reflect back on this year of 2020, which for me, for us, was an amazing year despite all of the weird stuff, the tragic stuff, all the, you know, bad things going on in the world right now. So, anyway, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get started with talking about 2020. Now, for me, 2020 marked the beginning of a lot of things and also the end. So, I want to start with some good stuff. Well, it was the year uh, that I officially joined the 1,000 Pound Bench Club. So you can imagine that 2020 will forever, it's it's tattooed on my arm, you know, I got the weight, date, and uh, location tattooed on my right arm, so that uh, 2020 will be with me forever. Um, it was, it was a big deal for me. Uh, it was a goal that I had never achieved back when I was younger, back in the 2013, 2014, when I officially kind of went on a hiatus for a couple of years starting in 2015, I had set out and met every single goal I'd ever set for myself, except for one. Before I left the sport, I wanted to bench 1,000 pounds, and I had actually attempted this weight at the Arnold in 2015, and I bombed out. Not a good day for me. That marked the last competition I ever did up until I came out of my temporary retirement in 2019. So amidst my enlistment in the Marine Corps. So for me to come back and actually achieve that goal, and the first time I benched 1,000 was was actually the 1,035. You know, not 1,000 even, and then going from there, I went above and beyond for my first uh, official 1,000-pound bench. So for me, that was the beginning of something. Like, yes, I've been doing this sport for so long, but to finally get to the level I was at a, when I from officially retiring from officially cold turkey, washing my hands of the sport at one point, big deal for me, huge. Um, 
that uh, joined the ranks. You know, I, I surpassed Scott Mendelson and his all-time world record of the 275 weight class. So those things really spoke to me. And I say it's the beginning because I am nowhere near done. I, I just turned 30 middle of last year, year 2020. Um, so I have a lot of time left. I have big goals, big numbers, a lot of things I want to achieve. Uh, so that's why, why, what I mean by the beginning. So what else happened in 2020? Well, me and my wife celebrated our official 10 years of being together and seven years being married. Big deal. I mean, I'm sure a lot of us have <laughs> at one point in the year, uh, if you're married or not, you, you celebrate something similar. Uh, but that was the big 10-0 for us, 10 years officially of being together. Um, ironically, just a couple of weeks uh, before I got my big bench, March 1st, they coincided very closely together. So that was a big deal. And what else was going on? Well, let's see, big thing. I got my ass out of the military. Now, whether you've served or not, whether you know if that's a big deal or not, um, for me, that was the end of something that was really shitty, really horrible. Uh, I've talked about my military experience before, and I have nothing but bad things to say about it. <laughs> Besides there being, you know, the here and there good experience, getting to me learning how to shoot far distances. Occasionally, I'm not joking, but occasionally meeting a really good person. Uh, 95% of the people that I came into contact with in the Marine Corps, I can't speak for the other branches, I'm only speaking of the Marines, 95% were just shitty people. Um, those who know me, you know, well are the ones who chose to talk to me, learn about me. I learned them back and forth. Uh, a lot of the guys I supported in the armory, I made a lot of good friends, but, I mean, the bad totally outweighed the good. So for that to come to a close um, truly was something magnificent. And, you know, in, in a sense, kind of marked another beginning, a beginning of me going back to the civilian world, as a vet, and not being in the fucking Marine Corps, and I love the shit out of it. Um, not that I took advantage. No, not took advantage. Not that I uh, um, hmm, unappreciated. There, there we go. Not that I underappreciated being a civilian, having privileges, having the freedom to do what you want, go where you want, where you want, how you want, and when you want. Not that I didn't appreciate those things. But when I finally got out here just a few months ago, and I finally became what I thought of as a, a real person again, um, and that comes with, you know, just you know, me doing what I want to do, but also the treatment that you receive in the Marine Corps. And I'm only speaking from my experience, okay? If some of you have served and you have different experiences or it was good to you, I, I love that it was good to you. It was not good to me. So finally coming out of that and feeling like a real person, a person with a personality and a family and things going on and feelings, and that was awesome, you know, going back to that. And I had a much deeper appreciation for the privileges and freedoms 
that we may not realize we have or that we take for granted. You know, when I was in, you know, just being told what to do, how to do it, when to do it, what to wear while you do it. You know, you can't argue, you can't be a free thinker, you can't have your own opinion, you can't argue, you can't nothing. Or your life is going to become even a more living hell, you know. So, (laughs) being 30 years old in the Marine Corps as a junior Marine, yes, I got out as a junior Marine. Uh, You know, I was honorably discharged. Uh... No NJPs. That's the first question people ask. How'd you get out as a lance? I'm like, well, I just I wasn't promoted. I, I never got promoted. They wouldn't promote me. A lot of that has to do with me being a little too big. Um, but in the end, you know, save the promotion for somebody who really cares. Save the promotion for somebody who's going to stay in and benefit your institution. You know, don't give it to me. I don't care. I just want to get do my time, do it well, and get the hell out. You know what I mean? But uh, Marine Corps cares about how fast you can run, and that's about fucking it. You can be a complete idiot, uh, not know your job well, be a horrible leader. uh, But as long as you get good pros and cons from your staff NCOs and you can run fast, you're going to get promoted fast, move up the ranks, and then that fucking idiot's going to be in charge of all these young kids and make their life hell. That's how the, the fucked up promotion system of the Marine Corps. But anyway, I'm rambling. And I tend to do that when I bring up the Marine Corps because of just how horrible it was and how long. Four years, man, can really can really stretch out. You know, you think, oh, it's just like going through high school. It's like, but you, the high school flew by for me because it was fun, because I enjoyed it, because I had other things to do and sports and friends. And no, man, four years in the Marine Corps, drug by, second by second, minute by minute, day to day. It was immense. So now that I've kind of rambled, and I apologize for that, about 2020, military experience, joining the Thousand Pound Bench Club, being with my wife for 10 years, we're going to move forward. So what's going on in 2021? I'm only going to talk about my goals for this first season, say, January through March, our first season of this podcast. So what are my goals? Well, I've got two meets coming up. Two meets. I've got a meet on January 30th over here in Jersey. And then I've got the baddest benchers on the planet coming up March 20th. So let's talk about those. I mean, obviously, goals are cool when done in the gym. If you meet a goal in the gym, that's cool. It's a milestone. But they don't really mean anything. You know, maybe up, upstairs, you know, mentally. But you got to get on the platform and do things. So January 30th, um, I'm not going to talk a lot of numbers because that takes pressure away from me. I've never liked to discuss numbers with people prior to a competition. Like I said, it takes pressure away from me as an athlete. So goal for the January 30th meet. Well, it's an RPS meet. It's one of Amy Richlack's meets, which I love to death. I love her to death. She runs, runs a great show, and she has the best equipment. Okay, She's got good benches. With face savers, uh, actual, you know, real benches, not those ER pieces of fucking garbage that the USPA or USAPL use. Um, well-run meets. I love that everything is level-fielded. And just, they, 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 they just feel good. They always feel good. They just, I feel so, uh, I feel like I belong when I'm at an RPS meet. I really do. 
So I'm benching single ply. If anybody's been following me for the last, oh, six or eight weeks uh, through Instagram or Facebook or whatever, uh, if you're on, one on my Patreon as well, you, you're seeing every single workout I do uh, throughout the week. I've been benching single ply for about a couple of months now. And I do this semi-annually. I make that switch. It might even become even more than just semi-annual. I might do this every three months or four months or so because of how well my body responds to switching equipment. And I don't mean going from a single-ply regex to a single-ply katana to a single-ply metal. I literally mean like single-ply katana to a three-ply uh, evil twin open back. That's what I mean going from multi single to multiply. That change of stimulus that I talked about a few podcasts ago, I get tremendous response out of that. So we're benching single-ply for the RPS meet here on the 30th of January. I guess for me, it's the 31st. It's a two-day meet. We're going down there with a couple of training partners of mine, uh, Mickey and Reed. And Mickey is actually going to be competing uh, Saturday. I think they pushed her to the afternoon because they ran out of spots for the morning. She went ahead and squeezed her in, got her in for the afternoon. So she's going to do her first official competition, first sanctioned competition. She had a practice meet, a mock meet that we did at our gym. Uh, back in, uh, I believe it was October. This is her first official sanctioned meet. Super exciting, very happy for her. And then some buddies um, that I'm friends with in New Jersey are going to meet me there, and they're going to be my handoff crew, uh, just to, in case any of my guys can't make it, that's quite a drive. Uh, these guys literally live like the next town over or something, and I've lived with them before. So they're going to be there for me, the Death Wish Barbell guys. Great group of guys, love them all to death, all geared lifters. So I'll be lifting on Sunday, the 31st. Um, I want to have a successful day. (laughs) That's what I tell people when they say, what do you want to hit, what do you want to do? I say, I want to have fun, I want to have a successful day. I don't like to talk numbers, and this podcast is no exception. I will not talk numbers with you, I'm sorry. Uh, I like keeping it secret. I like keeping it on the down low. I will tell you, I'll give you little hints of what I want to do. If I get my opener, it's going to be two all-time world records. Okay? So I'll leave you with that. If I get my projected second attempt, that's going to be three all-time world records. Um, If I have energy for a a third, we'll, we'll go from there. Um, that second attempt could vary between, so I have a couple of shirts I'm going to be using, all single ply katanas, clothes back, you know, um, I have a 50 that I've been experimenting with. Uh, I chose a 50 to give me more room for my shoulder girdle because I was having trouble pinching my shoulder blades and keeping them retracted with the smaller 48 shirts. Uh, so it's a 50 with a 46 chest, downsized chest, shortened sleeves, uh, top half of the sleeves tightened. So, fantastic shirt. I love it to death. If it has enough pop on the opener, I will definitely go with that same shirt to a second attempt. If I feel like, wow, that was a grinder, uh, I don't think that shirt has anything left in it, then I will switch shirts to my smaller 48 single ply with a downsized chest and just go for broke on the second. If I leave the competition only achieving my opener, I am going to be bouncing off the walls ecstatic. It's another successful competition, another 
<laughs> big bench. I'm not going to give you numbers. Um, so I'm very excited about that. It's only it's only two and a half hours away. I'm going to have friends there. Uh, my wife's going to be there, obviously. It's going to be a fantastic weekend. Two nights in the hotel room. I mean, I love traveling. We love staying in hotels. So there's January. So what do we got next? We got the baddest adventures on the planet coming up March 20th, hosted by Tiny Meeker at the IPA Bench and Deadlift World Championships down in Texas. It's near Kingwood, I believe, um, somewhere in there. Uh, March 20th, like I said, 9,000-pound benchers. Uh, if you want to argue single ply multiplier, the freaking rubber shirts, whatever, it, it, it's whatever. All nine guys who have benched a thousand pounds, all on the same platform. Me, Ryan, Mendy, Tiny, uh, possibly Hoff. He's not confirmed yet, so there might be eight of us. Uh, Putnam, Barati, uh, Gillespie. I'm missing one. Oh Jesus. Who is it? And Blaine Sumner. There you go. Sorry, Blaine. No, nothing personal. There's nine people. I do. I, I work out in the gym. I do one rep. You know, I, I don't anything above one. I have trouble counting or it's cardio. So Jesus, I got it. There we go. There's all nine. All on the same platform. All in the same warm up area for fuck's sake. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I've only competed on the same stage um, with Tiny. I've only competed with Tiny before. I'm going to have Ryan Canelli, Scott Mendelson, Tiny himself, Blaine Sumner, possibly Dave Hoff, all these guys on the same platform, the same warm-up area, on the same bench. So that's going to be wild. Um, I'm excited as hell for that. And just to confirm, because people have been asking me, what are you going to do? How are you going to compete? What are you going to wear? So post January 30th and 31st, this RPS meet, the very next weekend, yes, because as we know, well, hopefully by now, I don't deload, I don't take time off. I'm ready to compete any given weekend. The very next weekend, the beginning of February, it's back to multiply. I am making that switch again, back into my triple ply, open back, evil twin. And that is the shirt that I will be using for the Bass Benchers of the Planet. Probably only that shirt. That shirt, if you haven't checked out the Evil Twins yet, they are amazing shirts. Um, they're great double ply. They're fantastic triple plies. Yeah, not so much single plies. They stretch out very fast. I'd recommend more a katana if you want to go with a single ply, in my opinion. That's the plan. Triple ply Evil Twin. I'll take the entire month of February, very beginning of March, to... Break it back in, get used to it again, get that feel, put the heavier weights in my hands. My projected opener will be, I'm not telling you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, not talking numbers. Um, and I'm going there to do my best and satisfy my need to bench as much as possible. Now, there's a lot at stake at this competition, sure. There's a big money prize available. First place is $10,000. Second place, $5,000. Third place is three. And fourth place is a grand. Now, anybody who comes down here and puts 1,000 pounds on the bar and attempts it, whether you bomb out, whether you dump it on your face, whether you get, get it successfully, if you attempt 1,000 pounds or more, you automatically get a grand. So everybody's going to walk away with at least $1,000 from this thing. They're putting up probably close to thirty grand 
and, and prize money for this competition. So in reality, in terms of the stakes, the people competing, uh, this is the biggest meet of my life. Even compared to the Arnold Classic in 2014, my first time on the Arnold Classic stage, where I had uh, Alan Baria, Mike Womack, Tiny Meeker, Jake Prazak, the current or the formerly, uh, at that time, current all-time world record holder in the same weight class that I was, and where I beat him in his final competition, where he beat his own all-time world record, and I took it away from him on my next attempt. That was epic. That was amazing. Even to this day, one of the best meets of my entire life. Um, this is bigger. This is this is way bigger. Stakes are higher. Good God, man! I can't imagine. I, 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 it's never happened before. This this has never happened. You've had maybe two, possibly. I'm going to say possibly three thousand pound guys all at the same meet. I'm saying possibly. I don't know if that's a fact. I'm, I'm sure. I know it's happened with two. But for to have nine thousand pound guys all in the same meet, same bench, same warm up area, same everything, that is that is a dream. That is, I, I just being around these guys, you know. That's why I was gonna go and just probably stay in my single plies and just go and bench single ply and try and get over a thousand or something like that. I don't know. Um, just go and just be competitive and just get what I want out of the competition. Whether I win or not, I'm still going to walk away with a grand, you know. But no, I'm going to go and bench multiply and try to put up some pretty good numbers. Um, yeah, time will tell. We'll see what happens at the meet, and you'll, you'll find out then. So that's kind of what 2021, at least at the beginning, uh, this first quarter or, this, say, this first season is going to look like. We've got January 30, 31st, March 20th. From what I understand, the Arnold has been pushed to June. I don't know if that's still a thing. I don't know if that's going to stay a thing. All I know is it is not in March. And that is fine with me. You want I, Driving to Ohio in the winter is horrific. And I've done it for like, I've been to the Arnold about eight or nine times. And we've always drove. Now these last three times... I've been down in Virginia. Before, it was just, I, I lived an hour east of Columbus when I was still in Ohio before I joined the Marines. Um, now we're down in Virginia, and it's a seven and a half hour drive in March. Now, if you know anything about Ohio, uh, Ohio does have four seasons. They are winter, winter, not so much winter, construction. That is the seasons of Ohio. So you try driving through that shit February, March, April, you're screwed. God, and Ohio sucks. No, Ohio is awesome. I love Ohio. Elite FTS, Westside Barbell, all my friends from Iron Chamber and Blackstones, and just the Arnold Classic is held there every single year. But the weather, oh, get fisted. The weather is fucking horrific. That lake effect coming south. Jesus Christ, man. Weather in Ohio is the worst, you know? Uh, it's cold. It's damp and tons of snow. It's that wet snow. It sinks down into your bones, the, the cold. So but the Arnold being in June sounds like a freaking dream. Sounds like a breeze to me. So please, by all means, make the Arnold in June. And if it turns out to be good, maybe just leave it in June. Why the fuck do it in March? Leave it in the summer. God damn. It's Ohio, for Christ's sake. So 
that is what I wanted to tell you all about. Just a little bit of reflection on the previous year, a little bit of insight to the beginning of this year, some goals I have, some things coming up. And we're going to have podcasts coming out a lot more often, at least once a week. Uh, I know I've been kind of distant, kind of been very busy, but I'm trying to get them out here for you guys. I've got a very large audience. I'm very happy about that. The largest audience I've ever had doing this podcast. So we're going to keep doing this thing. I really want to thank you for joining me today. I want to talk a little bit about Patreon really quick. It has grown to over 50 members. Uh, I do lose a couple here and there at the beginning of each month, but hey, you know, people have lives and people got things going on. I understand that. If you want to check it out, it's 10 bucks a month. I post every single training workout I ever do six days a week on there from beginning to end. Every set, every rep, everything I do in the gym, six days a week with voiceover explanations on the workouts themselves. I also do custom videos. Somebody makes a request, hey, can you show us this? Can you demonstrate this? Can you talk about this? I'm wondering anything about single ply, multiply, whatever it is. I make custom videos off to the side, all for you guys to learn from me as much as you can. Like I said, it's 10 bucks a month for full access across the board, all the training that I do leading up to these big 1,000-pound bench attempts. So I really want to thank you all for joining me here today. I want you all to have a good, positive start to the new year. Lift heavy weights, do good things. We will be in touch. Tune in next time for the Kolb Strong Power Podcast. You all have a fantastic day.